wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me today, February 19th. 2021 for episode 227 of what has now become a weekly podcast. I started out strong. The pandemic started. I was like, I'm going to do like three video podcasts a, a week. And I was doing video casts and I was doing that. Uh, and then after a while, I was like, all right, we're going back to normal. Going back to normal. <clears throat> going back to normal. Well, that's not true. I've been, uh, I have been busy. Okay. I've been busy. I've been reading books. Yeah, you know, I'm sure in my last podcast about Dune versus the Matrix was riveting. Okay, I'm sure it was riveting. So I'm reading more books. I'm reading other books. I'm really doing a lot of reading. Okay, the next book I'm probably going to talk about is called. I got two books uh, in the pipeline. One's called The Fourth Turning. Uh, it's a nonfiction book. Uh, super interesting. Uh, and there's another book I read called And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. And I want to compare that with the movie Knives Out. Knives Out. So if you want to follow along, go ahead and get And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. And also, I don't know why I'm talking, <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. Watch Knives Out. Also on Amazon.com, on Amazon Prime Video. I have to say it right. You know, if I'm going to get the sponsorship, you got to say, you can't just be like on Amazon.com because you can't really watch. I mean, you could, I guess you could go to Amazon.com and then type in Knives Out and then you'd be offered a list of products related to Knives Out, like the DVD. But I feel like Amazon, they've got to, They've got to be able to just like, am I going to do it now? Fuck, my phone's right here. I can't help it. We live in the 21st century. All the information is at your fingertips. Why speculate anymore about anything? I type knives out into Amazon. Okay, I type knives out. And yes, uh, Prime Video Watch Now. So you know what? Fuck, I could have saved a lot of time and just gone on with the original copy I was riffing about go go on to amazon.com and watch knives out um anyways i'm gonna tackle those two things i thought they were very interesting because knives knives out is a supposed to be a modern whodunit right like that sort of clue whatever and 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 then there were none is really like the prototypical one so i thought that was awesome fourth turning i'm reading because i am um Started watching a lot of Real Vision. You guys into that? You guys watching the Real Vision? It's all about the Real Vision. Fuck Jim Cramer. Fuck Planet Money. Fuck all these basic bitch fucking podcasts and shows about money. That fucking it's, it's all trying to keep you in the fucking. It's just trying to keep you in the game, man. In the fucking rigged market uh, game, man. Making you think that everything's okay when it's all just fucking rigged, man. <laughs> Uh, well, real real vision's cool because you get a lot of macro stuff. You get a lot of good democratizing of 
financial information, you know, like uh, stuff like that. Um, I'm also applying. I'm applying to a bunch of stuff. I'm trying. I'm thinking about like working in crypto. Fuck it. I spent a lot of time studying it, spending a lot of time reading about it. I might as well like learn um, like, I don't know. I could be like a uh, I applied for like an analyst position but just like a volunteer analyst like i work for free i'll just be a pa work for free i got my own crypto i've been hoarding with all the stimmy money and any you know whatever money i get i just fucking convert it into bitcoin bitcoin really not the other here's the thing i do have a uh confession and that is that i am uh shit coiner okay that's what the bitcoiners so like the bitcoiners are uh just convinced that like you know it's bitcoin bitcoin is the hardest money there's nothing else like it everything else will inevitably all roads lead to bitcoin there's another book i'm going to read called the bitcoin standard which everybody goes on because everybody's sort of like we price everything in dollars because we're used to it i mean we don't know anything different so like if we imagine there was an empire and they priced everything in just like shells or something Right. And just for generations, two, three generations, uh, two, yeah, two generations, you're using shells. Everybody would just be like, yeah, shells. Okay. Everybody uses shells. And then one day the shells, it, it's like not as valuable anymore. Or they just keep making more shells, just keep introducing new shells. And you're like, which is this money worth anything? You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? This is the thing that's happened. Uh, this is the thing that's happened in the past. I don't know exactly with shells, but with other things, with currency, paper currency. Anytime, you know, anytime big empires decide, hey, we got to fund these wars because we're running out of money in the treasury. And you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to take the money off the gold. We're just going to print money and go to war. A lot of times I think it's like ego. It kind of seems like hubris that creates this uh, compulsion to take money off of some kind of standard like gold or just something everybody can agree on into something called fiat right which is just it's just like god going let there be light let there be light and you just will it into existence and you're like you have the hubris to say hey i can manage the market i can manage supply and demand i can manage money i can basically use because money is Ultimately, like what? A medium of exchange, store of value, all that stuff, right? Like money, money me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is that like naturally over time, uh, you could create fiat. You could create money that's not pegged to anything. But over time, historically, it seems to lead to the death of empires more than afghanistan i mean what we're we've got both we're like fuck it. america has such hubris that we're like i don't care about afghanistan or fiat we're doing both we can have not only can we have guns and butter we can have guns butter fiat and war okay we can have it all we can have it all we can take the guns and go to war we don't we could make all we have enough guns for every you want guns you want guns? We got guns. We come over to Uncle Sam's Gun Emporium. We got all the guns you could ever need. Who do you need to kill? What do you need to kill? What do you need to shoot? What do you want to blow up? 
We got it. Do you want a robot to do it? What are they there? Come on down. Come on down to Uncle Sam's explosion emporium. What do you need to explode? We've got all the munitions. We've got all the weapons. Everything from World War One till now. Anything, all level of technology. You want a hand-cranked Gatling gun? You want a hand-cranked Gatling gun that fires 50 caliber bullets? Because we fucking got one right here. It's oiled and ready to go. All you need to do is crank it like fucking great grandpappy did. Are you all right? To mow down the Confederates. We got it all. You want a fucking... You want an exploding saber? We got one of those. You take it. It's a looks like a regular marine saber. You pull it out. You do a little thing, and then you throw it, and it just boom! It has the explosive capacity of two sticks of dynamite. That's what you get at Uncle Sam's Gun and Explosion Emporium. Weapons, weapons galore at Uncle Sam's. <laughs> yeah, that's what we are. We also have butter. You want butter? Uncle Sam's Gun and Butter Emporium. What kind of you want? You want fucking? You want? You want? I can't believe it's not butter because we got that too. We got fucking fresh butter. We got old butter. We got melted butter. You need melted, slightly melted butter to make cookies to make it get that fluffy, crispy fluffiness. You know, because if you use cold butter, it kind of collapses. You know, it's not the same. You need that. We got that. You want that Anna Smith and Wesson 45? You get both at the same time here at Uncle Sam's Guns and Butter Emporium. Uncle Sam, <laughs> you see, that's what it's come to. Uh, the store of value for America, we created a fiat standard. Uh, the fiat standard, of course, pegged to petroleum. It's called the petrodollar, right? The world cannot buy or sell oil unless it's in dollars. It's called the petrodollar. Right? There's all this like talk about Bitcoin being bad for the environment. Yeah, Bitcoin's bad for the environment because of the mining. Look at how much energy Bitcoin has. It's fucking called the petrodollar. The reserve currency is called the petrodollar. We fucking kill people. We, you know, did you know that every place we invaded, besides Afghanistan, because they don't have oil, whoever has oil, if they decide to create a new standard for oil, like trade and something else, like gold or whatever, we invade them. <laughs> did you know that? That's what happened in Iraq. Did you know that? In Libya. Did you know that? We fucking we go in there. We're like, no, 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 no. So war is a direct result of the petrodollar. Okay? It just, what's what causes more energy? Uh what's bad? What's worse for the environment, you fucking morons? Alright, I'm sorry. I was um listen. What, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm just talking about fiat. I, and I made a confession. I'm shitcoining. Yeah, okay, so the shitcoin. Fiat is a shitcoin. What is a shitcoin? The Bitcoin maximalists, right? That's a term coined by the founder of Ethereum. Uh, just like a 20-year-old kid. I guess he's 30 now or whatever. But just a, a guy, right? Bitcoin maximalists. This idea that the Bitcoiners have that everything will eventually lead to Bitcoin. That's sort of like a evolutionary thing they believe. Meanwhile, all this other stuff, I mean, many currencies exist, but even now, many currencies exist, but you want to have dollars, right? That's what the reserve currency is. You want to have dollars, at least that's what, uh, in America and most of the world, that's what they think. A lot of people around the world are moving away from dollars, which is why I think you see the explosion in the price of Bitcoin hitting almost 55K, guys, all-time highs, Ethereum 1960, and Binance Coin, BNB 300. Should I be one of those crypto guys that just reads the number of prices? <laughs> Read prices. Uh, that takes up time. Uh, GME is trading under $40 right now before close uh the two-year 10-year 
treasury yield bond yield spread is uh increasing is getting up to almost over to that dangerous 1.3 130 basis point level i i do do not know what i'm talking about i don't know what i'm talking about but the real vision told me to pay attention to the 10-year yield on the treasury because that's like a toggle of sorts you don't want to get too high because that's a sign of a inflation and then this other dude craig hemke from all these uh i'm listening to like precious metal podcasts or whatever like mining podcasts or whatever he said every time there is a uh over a 130 basis point spread between the two-year and the 10-year treasury note yield there's a crash or the stock market corrects or whatever. I don't know. Hey, you guys know what that means. You guys understand what that, if you guys understand what that means. Uh, let me know. I think I understand what that means. I think I understand. There's like a yield rate. There's a percentage point yield rate on these treasury notes. The U S has, and that's an indication of like, uh, people's faith in the dollar or the economy of the United States is also like long-term plus there's like the two year and the 10 year the rates are different the closer the the time is so like the two year the government has more control of but like the third year they have less control of and you look at these spreads to check out inflation blah 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 I don't know all that stuff but apparently it's really it gets here's the thing you got the fiat you got the printing you got your inflation that'll probably come. People are like, shit, inflation's coming. So the government uh, needs inflation. We need some inflation. They're trying to say, like, we need, like, 2% inflation, guys. Okay, you need inflation. But at the same time, you don't want too much inflation. You got too much inflation, things start losing value. Like, ah, right? You got too much inflation, people start pushing, they're getting out of dollars. got to keep it down. But you don't want deflation. You don't want deflation because then your uh, dollar loses value. Prices start plummeting. Dollar loses value. Everybody's making less money. Your debt, on the other hand, is worth more. Your debt is worth more. Oh, God. See, inflation's good. If Like for me, I've got a lot of debt in U.S. dollars. So inflation for me is great. Let's inflate the debt away. You want to inflate the debt away? Be my guest, because that's inflating my debt away. Fucking jubilee, debt jubilee. Get rid of it all. Thank you. That's that. You know, so it's great for me. It's great for me. I'm always going to be in the negative. I'm literally going to be in the negative unless Bitcoin hits, like, you know, a million. <laughs> like, I will always be in the red, okay? For the price of my education, for how well-spoken I am, that is the cost. <laughs> for all those years in New York City grad school, having the finest Ivy League education, uh, the finest minds in the land, talking about Wes Anderson. Um, that's that's the price I paid, right? That's the price you paid. That's all taxpayer money. I mean, that's the price everybody's paying. Everybody's in debt. That's the price. I mean, look, I'm, I'm again, you know, it's the whole thing about, like, how they tried to say bitcoin's bad for the environment like oh i'm bad for the economy for taking on this debt that i probably can never pay back i'm the bad guy and not the person giving me the de- not the person who was just like yeah take that everybody's like take the debt not not the government not the person just printing the money not the people inflating the price of college to the point where you have to get into lifelong debt to even go through it when just a generation before you could have a part-time job and put yourself through school hmm i'm the and i'm the bad 
guy, even though there's an entire credit market, entire debt market, giant bubble, just fucking they're just handing credit out left and right. They don't fucking care who has it. They don't even care. They don't how they and then they use credit default swaps where they sell the credit. They're selling it off and then create a whole financial crash. And I'm the bad guy. After the financial crash, I was like, fuck, I gotta take more more loan money. More loan money. Keep taking out loans. Fuck it. What I mean, listen. There's a guy out there right now. His name is Michael Saylor. Okay, he's the CEO of a company called MicroStrategy, and he made waves uh, last summer uh, when he decided to put his company's treasury into Bitcoin. You might have heard about him, MicroStrategy. I wanted to get into that stock when that shit was like a hundred, hundred, hundred. Okay, she's almost it fucking shot up past a thousand. It's back down, right? And that shows like people are into this. They're like, oh, that's a great strategy because his Bitcoin purchase has tripled since then. I think I bought around when he did. I think that's probably around when I started. Um, and now what he's doing is taking out loans on his Bitcoin, using his Bitcoin as collateral. It takes out loans, takes that money, buys more Bitcoin with it. And this isn't like some degenerate. You know, I've heard this guy. He's not like a wild man. He's not a degenerate. He's a very reasonable Somewhat stern figure, but he's a, you know, whatever, dude. Okay. They call him a giga chad, right? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, the guy is a billionaire. He can afford to do this. He personally owns thousands of Bitcoins, tens of thousands, who knows? His company owns definitely in the five figures of Bitcoin. Okay. You know, it's in his best interest to pump up the price. Everything's being pumped and everything's, you know, and I get it, right? Bitcoin's at a fucking all-time high. Ethereum's at an all-time high. If I get Binance coin at an all-time high, it just means the speculative fervor in the crypto markets all-time highs. The fucking uh, stock market all-time highs. Everything's all-time. Ah, you know what's not at an all-time high? People. Okay, people are not at an all-time high. Okay, they're at a pretty low point. They're pretty low. Uh, I mean, there's a real disparity between the markets and then what's on the ground, right? And that's clear. People are like, yeah, you know, they talk about why is the stock market doing well while the economy is doing so poorly? And that's because the the stock market is based on speculation. It's not about the truth. What's on the ground is the truth. What you see in front of you is the truth. And so, yes, there's a huge difference between what is speculation psychology the market is essentially a form of psychology right it's a picture of psychology and the speculation means that you know people are feeling euphoric people are feeling great it doesn't necessarily mean things on the ground are great it just means that's how they're feeling that's where they're putting their money their imaginary money fiat money that it makes it can be devalued at any moment including the past year where over 35 percent 38 percent of all the u.s dollars ever in existence were made last year what do you think that does to the value of it it's gonna be fine huh okay so anyways here we are this year speculative fervor in the stock market cannabis stocks through the roof things are going just through the roof things are going parabolic the GameStop thing fucking deep fucking value was it said i like the stock in short i like the stock that's the direct quote from him after that the stock went up hedge funds were like oh fuck more buying pressure going down is that thing gonna take off i don't know i bought a stock at 69 dollars for the lulls okay who knows will it go up who fucking knows but maybe but if anything it should just tell you that 
I don't think I'm going to put more money into the stock market. You know what I mean? I don't think that the stock market is fair or ra- I don't think it's a free market. I don't think it's a, I, honestly, I, the crypto market is somewhat little more free, freer, freer. You know, there's this whole thing going on with Binance. Binance is fucking taking off. Binance is Chinance, of course. Uh, by, by, <laughs> Chinance, Binance. They're Binance. Uh, bisexual Chinese. Uh, they're run by bisexuals. <sighs> okay, the Binance coin is at an all-time high. It's 300. What the fuck is Binance coin? Binance coin is a coin that they came up with. Uh, they basically copy-pasted Ethereum. Uh, created their own little smart contract blockchain and created a token that powers that blockchain so you can use it to, for trading fees, whatever. So it's a coin created to buy, to help you buy and sell other coins for coins, essentially, because that's all crypto trading is, trading coins for coins. And it costs you coins to uh, trade coins for coins. So instead of taking the coins you want and the coins you pay for the coins you want, they you could buy another coin that will pay for those coins. Um, and then, so there you go. That's the coin. And that coin now is worth like 300 bucks when it was like 30 bucks a week ago. But it's got 10X. You know, it's gone up. And then, you know, people who've been using Ethereum, there's uh, stuff on Ethereum called DeFi, short for decentralized finance, which is basically a decentralized way because, it, so Binance is a centralized exchange. It's like a, one place you got to go or whatever. But uh, Ethereum is a blockchain that's supposed to be decentralized that offers these applications like an exchange, but decentralized, not necessarily in one not necessarily like one company who has it, you know, it's like spread out through users, you know, whatever. They have this whole system. It's kind of communistic, more communistic than the Chinese. Isn't that interesting? Right now, the Chinese are more capitalistic. And the, the, the Ethereals, Ethereums, it's that I think they're, they're, they're mostly Silicon Valley. So Ethereum is like Silicon Valley. You know what I mean? Think of Bitcoin kind of maybe a little more like uh, New York finance now or like for just traditional finance is getting into Bitcoin because they looked at it, they've assessed it. The, the thesis is under company corporations are getting into it. Ethereum, on the other hand, is more like Silicon Valley, like a little more the dreams and the like the Tesla. Like it's really people are betting on the future. People are betting it's speculation. It's form it's speculation, right? Bitcoin is a little more like about a little more truthy, a little more down. People are saying Bitcoin's a bubble, blah, 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 blah. but maybe the truth of the matter is is that that's the, where the inflation is being shown is in the price of Bitcoin, right? If you start, if you go onto a Bitcoin standard, then you're like, you're actually instead of saying, "Oh, Bitcoin is now worth this many dollars," you're saying, "Whoa, this many dollars is worth one Bitcoin now." Look how, look at that. You know what I mean? Like this many. Then it just shows you if you switch the standard, you know, then that's the whole fucking thesis behind the book, the Bitcoin standard. Read that. Read that. Read that. You know about like um, you switch your thinking from the u.s dollar to bitcoin then uh everything priced in bitcoin starts going down everything relative to bitcoin starts going down bitcoin's going up everything's going down right it's crazy but you think about it it changes everything and especially in the sense of like trading crypto right because you just this whole thing i was talking about like DeFi and then binance you're just trading coins for coins coins for coins and using coins so you could trade coins for coins which is essentially what ethereum became with DeFi. it was like oh you use ethereum and then that powers the thing where you could trade these coins for other coins and the tokens are the tokens you use to uh help trade the tokens for other tokens 
and then you could take those tokens and trade them for coins and then the coins you could trade for money i guess i don't know you know what i mean this is the whole racket it's just like coins for coins it's like yeah coins for coins and you just want gains 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 and then you i guess you your currency of choice you you take your gains out in right and i think the best thing one can do probably in the speculative market and what I'm trying to do, and I've been moderately successful and not because I'm some brilliant financial person, but we're in a crazy bull market. Everybody, you could just throw a dart on something and it'll fucking make money. You understand? Like it's, we're in a speculative, but it could also come crashing down. You got to just understand when to take your profits. Right. So I think, um, so right now, you know, I'm not quite on the Bitcoin standard. Um, trying to move off the fiat standard. For now, I am on a shitcoin standard. I would say that I'm probably on a shitcoin standard. Um, you know, listen, listen, just like with the Matrix, you know, if I was offered the red pill and the blue pill, I would just take both. I'd fucking just, I'd just fucking snatch both out of Morpheus' hand, kick him in the fucking dick, and just fucking take him. Okay. And it, and now, using that analogy. I'm being offered the orange pill, which is the Bitcoin pill, but then like almost an infinite variety of colorful other pills. Would you like this one pill that's the truth or this infinite variety? And I'm just fucking, I'll take the orange. I took the orange pill, but I'll take all the other pills. Ah, I took them all. I took them all, guys. I took them all. And now I'm on the shitcoin standard. That's it. Say so I price everything in shitcoins. And oh, Jesus, it's out of control. Bonkers. Uh, one of the luminaries of the Bitcoin world, Max Kaiser says, uh, shitcoin, shitcoinery is the way to madness or something like that. And I get it. You drive, drive people crazy. You watching the charts, You're watching the charts. I meditate every day and I know I should just let go. You know, I should let go there, but I still fucking watch those charts, man. I'm watching the charts. What's the charts? What are the charts doing? And it's like price action. I mean, uh, here, I want to just, Ultimately, I w- it will all lead to Bitcoin, and I know this. And ultimately, I want to put everything. Everything is going to get put into Bitcoin, right? Not because not I'm like betting on anything. I'm just saying it's inevitable if you just look at what's happening. Look at the reality in front of you. Never mind the speculative fervor. You have to like try to separate uh, the signal from the noise. That's what they call it. Separate the signal from the noise, right? And the noise right now is just like everything's a bubble. Everything's a bubble. This is a bubble. Everything's a bubble. Bubble, bubble, bubble. Everybody's like, ah, oh, it's a bubble. And it's going down to the GameStop. And everything's a bubble. We need regulation. You gotta do something. It's a bubble, okay? And yes, that in and of itself is quite true, being in the middle of it. Uh, I mean, we don't even know what a bubble really is, so... It looks like a bubble is what we could say, but we don't really know. I mean, we could be having something called, they call it a melt up, melt up where everything just blah, which I guess is a form of hyperinflation where things just, the you know what I mean? And it kind of makes sense that that could happen, a melt up of sorts, maybe a crash after that. Who knows? Nobody knows. That's the whole thing is that nobody knows. Nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. We can only make bets based on data. I mean, what is speculation or data? That's all you got. You need to speculate on things and be like, ah, I think it's going to be, or actually use data. Okay. And the thing about Bitcoin is that the people going into it are using data. It provides data. There's a fixed supply. There's a, a cycle, a regular four year having cycle and a market reaction to that. There's a stock to flow ratio that it's following. Um, look it up. Look up all these things. There's all these things that are metrics based on past performance and based on future projection of the total supply based on things like hash rate, you know, whatever. There's all this fucking 
data that people can use. US dollar, Ethereum, like everything else. There really is. A, it's just speculators making. We, you know, we're just like, I think it's going to go up. Everybody's like, it's going up based on what? I don't know. Is it going up versus Bitcoin? No, but everything else is going up. We're going to ride this baby up. We're going to ride this baby up. So the real smart thing here. Okay. Here's what I think. The smart money right now. And this is crazy, but this is what it looks like to me. The smart money right now is taking out loans against the Bitcoin and buying more Bitcoin with it. Like that's what the smart people are doing. Just, that shows you where we're at. So maybe you're like, they're dumb for doing one possibility is that all these smart people are dumb. What are they doing? They should be holding the cash, right? Like I bet. the other possibility is that these smart people are smart and they see there. If you don't quite see it, they're seeing something you don't. So maybe it's worth investigating what they see. Cause they're not like, you know, they're not like Dave Portnoy guys. They're not like, whoa, what am I doing? Yeah, getting into it. Yeah. You know, these are these are people who are caught in the speculative fervor on the fiat standard. Whoa, what am I doing? What am I doing? You know, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. I mean, they just, they know, stocks only go up. Stocks only go up. And that's what's happening, you know, in all markets. Commodities, fucking crypto. It's a number go up. Number go up. But number go up is actually a sign, perhaps... Of acid inflation. Of inflation of prices. Not that the value is going up. Is it? Okay, anyways. Look around. The food's going to start going up. Look around. All right. This doesn't... None of this was funny. This is kind of as financial. Last time was a book report. Now it's a financial podcast. I can't keep... This is why I don't have as many listeners as I should. I just... I can't... I have too many interests. I should just pick a lane. Pick a lane, but like an Asian driver, I can't. I just fucking, you know what I mean? I swerve around. I swerve around. All right. Pick a lane. Can't pick a lane. So I take, I'm going down the middle. I took all the pills. Took all the pills. I've taken all the Bitcoin, the shitcoin pills. That's what I've done. And, uh, you know, listen. Um, I paused the podcast because I had to write down that I can't pick a lane because I'm an Asian driver. I thought that was funny. And then I paused it, and I totally forgot why I paused the podcast. You know why? Because then I wanted to write down Uncle Sam's Guns and Butter Emporium. And then I was like, fuck, what was the other thing? And then I had to listen to the fucking podcast and be like, ah, get all the way back here. And now I'm back here. And now, of course, I've ruined the momentum of everything I was saying. Not really. You get the picture. You get the picture. I'm, uh, I'm... Devolve. I'm a degenerate shitcoiner right now. I'm a degenerate instead of a degenerate stock person. You know what I mean? That's what I think. I think there's a lot of degeneracy in the market. It's gambling. It's just gambling. People are gambling. It's Chinese New Year, Year of the Metal Ox. Do you know how much they love to gamble? That's that explains why Binance Coin is 300%. Year of the Metal Ox. Quila. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking. They're just, yeah. They're just fucking. Imagine that. But in cyberspace, the Chinese love to gamble. Do you understand? Gambling. They're just, that's all it is. That's all it is, gambling. And why not? If I, I mean, why not? Speculation will always be there. Why not speculate to make the hardest money you can? Huh? Why not do that? Hard money. You work hard for your money. All right. Anyways, I think it's clear, though. If you start listening to people like Ron Paul, uh, read the Austrian economics, talk, uh, like Mises and Rothbart, he's, I guess, more of an 
it wasn't, I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, what I'm talking about. I'd started reading and listening to a lot of libertarian stuff, a lot of Austrian economic stuff, Ron Paul, they're all about gold, they're about hard money, they're all about how like the fiat standard, the Fed, the fiat standard is basically, it's, it's a form of corruption, which leads of course to political corruption, which then leads to financial corruption, which then also of course has led to media corruption. And now of course, the population is corrupt, right? We're all part of this, and this is actually something that's happened. Uh, it was like right before Weimar Germany, I guess. People like fucking played the markets. Everybody's playing markets, you know. Like people, it's just something that happens when there's hyperinflation. Not saying that that's what I don't know what's going on. I'm just saying that's just what people do speculative fervor. Everybody's caught up in playing markets, right? The stock markets, judging from the GameStop thing, is clear that it's being manipulated completely. You know. So you might as well go to another market that's also manipulated, but maybe a little less so. You think Binance isn't manipulated? I mean, you don't think, you know, there are whales. There are whales in every market that can manipulate things. You know, Bitcoin's the only one where, you know, there's just like, uh, it's harder to move the market as a whale. I mean, you could still do it. You could still do it, but it isn't like, a lot of these like shit coins, they have the people creating them own most of them. You know what I mean? They like hoard most of them and then have a market, play around with the money and then dump it at will. You know, they could do that. But guess you know what else they do that with? Fucking silver and gold. Okay? They do that with stocks. They do that with a regular financial market. You understand? They do that with the fucking treasury bonds. That's how they, you know, yield control or yield curve control, whatever. They fucking manipulate the markets all the fucking time. Okay? Uh, so the freest one is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the freest market. I mean, you know, kind of, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Look at all the institutional money coming into it. There's like a floor. You know, I, I know. I took the orange pill. I told you, though, I've taken all the other pills. Asian driver, Chinese coin, China coin, Chinance. Buy knees. Chinance. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Chinance. Chinance. Everybody's saying Chinance. <laughs> you can't get into that Chinance. Chinance. You would have made a lot of money if you did, though. You would have made, like, fucking... If you had gotten it, 10x. 10 I had some Binance... Co- All right, anyway. <laughs> I'm just sore because I, I sold what I, I sold. I shouldn't have sold. Um, Whatever. I have a, one share of GameStop, $69. Okay, what is it at now? What's GameStop at now? Like 30-something? But who cares? It, it doesn't matter. Money's a goof. It's all a goof now. Okay? It's all a fucking goof, right? That's why That's why I'm shitcoining. So I'm a flip, flip, shit, stack, sats. That's what I say. Flip, shit, stack, sats. Flip, shit, stack, sats. Isn't there a Reggie Watts uh, fuck shit stack? Well, this is the flip, shit, stack. Flip, shit, stack. Okay? Um... So many possible titles for this episode. So, anyways, um, finally, <sighs> did you see President Biden? No, I'm just kidding. I don't really follow the news anymore. I don't follow. After Trump's gone, it's like, okay, it's over. Obviously, the censorship has taken over all the social media platforms. I'm just, like, not even really on Instagram anymore. I'm on Signal. Get on Signal where you can be racist with your friends. Okay, you can say anything you want. Well, they won't get prosecuted for hate speech, right? Edward Snowden uses Signal. Musk pumped it out. You know, it's just like Dogecoin. So you know it's for, you know it's for the best. Um, uh, you know, you know what it is. You know what this all is. It's the unraveling 
of, of everything as we know it. It's the uh, Great Reset, right? It's the Fourth Industrial Revolution or the Fourth Turning, as some people have coined it. Uh, some people being the Neil Howe and William Strauss, the authors of the book The Fourth Turning, which I'm reading right now. They wrote that book in 1997. And in 97, they said that we were in a period called the unraveling where everything is kind of being unraveled and then we're going to enter into the fourth turning period called crisis right it's a crisis period last crisis period was world war ii the one before that was fucking civil war you know it's like every it's like a lifetime every lifetime is worth of time called the seculum there's like a there's a turn their turns four turns like four seasons and the winter part is the fourth turning usually crisis and then after that the new stuff comes and the last time we did that was world war ii and we're still riding high off that World War II stuff. And looking at it, I would say I think we're still riding high off that. I mean, I think our crisis moment could have been 9-11. And then we could have had a fucking a new century, a new paradigm shift, a new thing. But we didn't. We doubled down. Doubled down. More war. We're like, no. More war. More fiat. More, you know, fucking more polarizing politics, more left, right, more media, more everything, more, more corruption all the way. We don't give a fuck. We're going to do it. We're going to go to war in countries we don't even know. We have no idea why we're there. We don't care. We don't care. We're going to crash. And the next crisis moment could have been the great financial crash, right? That could have been a crisis. We got got to fix things. We're going to fix it. But no, we double down again. Double down. Double down. Double down. So now we have the coronavirus pandemic. A coronavirus pandemic. Is that the crisis where everybody is? Is there a new, what's going to come out of it? What's the baby? But there isn't, uh, I don't know. The thing about the coronavirus pandemic, it's not World War II. It's just not. Everybody's like acting like it is. Everybody, I think it's a manufactured crisis. I think that's what it is. I mean, I got to, I don't know. I got to finish this book. I keep reading this book and I got to see if that's, you know, what I think is going on. But I here's my mini thesis. There's a mini thesis of what I... Okay, I read this book called You Are Not a Gadget by Jared Lanier, and he talks about how if you look at music, the way it's changed just in the 20th century, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, every decade had a very distinct musical style, right? You can track it. You can track it with the changing. You know, there's this, this sort of cycle going on. You know, there's something going on in the culture where there's like, but suddenly from the late 90s till now, it's very hard to say like what the difference in the music, it, the pop music especially, it's like what's, it's like the same. It's like the same. And he he says in that book, "You are not a gadget." It's because corporations, basically, after Clinton allowed corporations to merge, they essentially just became these giant corporate media conglomerates. And the thing about corporations is they don't want to lose money, so they don't like change. They don't like like all every decade. There's something out of the blue that comes. They don't like that. They want to make everything the same. They can make money off it. It's managed, right? They want to man. They're trying to manage the cycle. They're trying to manage, uh, you know, they're trying to manage culture and the rate of change. So maybe because of that idea, perhaps we're in an extended unraveling. You know, we keep, we've been, you know, at every point where we should go from unraveling to crisis and a crisis has appeared, we've managed to kick the can down the road, just kick the can, ah, kick the can. A lot of that using the wealth generated from our grandparents, right? And a lot of that from borrowing from future. So we've done both basically to kick the can. But at some point, we're going to run out. 
we're going to run out. So I guess we're kind of there now, I feel like. I feel like we're at the point, we're still in the unraveling. We've kicked the can of the crisis to the point where maybe there's nothing that's possible, and then the crisis will come. I mean, it's just like any bubble in a stock market, in the markets, whatever. You know, everybody talks about it keeps going up, keeps going up. It's got to correct. It's got to correct. And the reason why people say it it needs to correct or it should correct or please correct is because eventually it will come down. And the higher something goes up, the more it will come down, unless there's little corrections that give you floors, like Bitcoin's been doing, like you can see with the Bitcoin chart. Unless that happens... It's just going to come crashing down. What's to stop it from crashing down? There's no floor. If there's no ceiling, there's no floor. It's going down. You know. So that's uh, very possible uh, that we are in an extended unraveling or extended pre-crisis. Maybe we're in crisis, but it's like an extended one as well. Maybe the beginning of the crisis was actually 9-11, but we managed to extend the unraveling. And by we, I just mean the American Empire. You know, manage decline. Every you've heard all these phrases, right? And I think that 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 is actually maybe what's going on. It's like the the corporate entities, you know, who don't they don't want change. Corporate collusion with the government, the media, hell, the whole Mickey Mat, right? Military, industrial, congressional, intelligence, media, academic think tank, all working in concert keep global hegemony going the uncle sam's guns and butter emporium needs to run okay we need to dabble in shitcoin the shitcoin standard has to go keep going or else this all comes crashing down i mean and the thing is it does have to crash so it could get better but no they don't want to we're gonna lose so much they don't want to lose they don't want to lose it I got a little battery sign. I should get going. Thank you very much for joining me this episode, for this episode of the Roshan Kim Cast. Please, if you're on Signal, find me on there. I might join Telegram. I might join, you know, focus more on privacy, social media, if I'm going to do social at all. I'm still on Twitter, barely on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow this podcast. Um, Bye. Hey, you want a shitcoin tip? I'm going to give you a shitcoin tip right about RVN. RVN. Ravencoin. It's like a proof of work coin. People are switching from Ethereum to Ravencoin. It's more popular.